Thanks for tuning in. We're Julie and Dana, two moms navigating marriage and motherhood. But this is definitely not your mom's podcast. What's up, guys? I'm Julie. I'm Dana, and this is not your mom's podcast. No one ain't. <laughs> I want to talk about swingers and jealousy in relationships because I think they go hand in hand. And I was on Swinger Talk, and I find it fascinating. What do you think a swinger is? Well, I think it could be a lot of things, but okay. I think. I think that a lot of times it could be either like sexually or it could be in a relationship, but it's okay. adding more people to a, making it a non-monogamous relationship. So we're talking about what do you think a swinger is? Is there a different definition? I think so. Okay, I think there's a umbrella to everything called like ethical non-monogamy if you're doing it that way. Which okay, means like everyone knows it's consensual. Oh yeah, I or don't you... think swinging is cheating if they're yeah. swinging. Yeah, true. Okay, okay, and so then you guess you can call it like you're in an open relationship. Mm-hmm. And what... wait. Although I think swingers, they swing together. So that wouldn't be open like I can have a boyfriend, you can have a girlfriend. I think swinging is like when the couple goes and plays together. Pretty sure. Okay. Okay. So that's what I, I think it is. That's I what mean, it means to me, I think. And that it's more sexual, I think, than like relationship. I agree with that. Because I think then that would be polyamory. Yeah. Or like having a triad or whatever it is. Or a so polycule and all. There's do all you think it can work? To be a swinger? Yeah. Yeah, like if you're two sexual people and I feel like, and I don't know because I don't know about people that are like younger if they need that just yet, but I feel like maybe if you've been in a relationship for a long time and you- Like the they Sun City freaky. folk? Yeah. And you, you're like kind of freaky deaky and you both talk about like your fantasies together and both of you, your fantasies is to like have sex like next to each other or with another group or something. I think that I guess that could work out like if you're into that. Yeah. Do you know the highest STD rate is in the elderly population? Right. Probably because they're swingers, right? crazy? I think they, yeah, I just think they don't give a shit anymore. They're like, I don't think I would either. Let's do it. Yeah. My I mom don't used to work in a nursing home and she said that this man's walker used to be outside of a different woman's room every morning. They Love would it. find his walker outside. I do think that like <laughs> once you get and it doesn't apply to like all people, it could apply to them like as 20 and 30 year olds. But I think we're starting to see a difference in having to just follow what everyone does. The norm, the program norm, which is you get married and you have kids and you live in a house together or you don't have kids, but you get married or you stay with someone, one person. Yeah. Forever. And I don't think anybody ever told me that that didn't have to be an option. Like you can love many or you can have your primary or you can have like your nest and still have sexual relations with other people or even have relationships and still have a solid it doesn't mean like your marriage is wrong or anything as long as everyone's on the same page well yeah everyone that's what definitely i think has to be on the same yeah page. i think that's as long as everyone's on the same i page. just haven't seen it work yet like i've really? never yeah have you probably because you're not maybe we're not on like the community or the threads or exactly. even like going to the parties and stuff right but Here's what I think. I think if you go into it with problems in your marriage or maybe not even maybe if you're not even married but you're in like a long-term relationship. If you go in with problems, yeah, it's not going to end well. It's not yeah, a like bad trying to fix it that like way. a baby. Like some people just like let's have a baby to like yeah, fix oh, it because cool. we're not happy. Hell no. That would yeah. break me. I think it's the same thing. And yeah. so perhaps though what we hear is like it never worked out or whatever. It's because you already went in failing. Like the, your relationship was not doing well. Yeah. But if you're like both really good and you're like Fuck, I let's feel try like it something takes, freaky. though, like a really special person. I mean, yeah. the sexual part of it, I can somewhat see. But like yeah. to be in a relationship with other people, yeah. like I don't know if I could not feel jealousy. Yeah. Are you I, a jealous person? I, I used to be like Me all too. up to my life. It's, I mean, I'm Scorpio. That's like we can't. It's like I my first impulsive. That too. It's like my first impulsive feeling. But if you think about it, jealousy is just like a low vibrational emotion and it doesn't serve you right no it doesn't it's a terrible feeling yeah so the first thing you have to think is why am i jealous it's 100 percent stems from insecurity Mm -hmm. of some sorts yeah so i actually think like loss i think yeah or just this person is prettier or better or they're this and i'm not fulfilling that aspect so let's think about that like are you supposed to be your person that you spend your life with they're everything best friend lover uh, all things in common Every sexual kink, whatever it is. I'm like, that's asking a lot. And I don't think that that's, yeah, it's a lot of pressure. And I don't think that's actually like, like not normal, whatever normal is. But like, I think that if you zoom out and broaden that viewpoint that you'll figure out that like, it is okay if your partner got along with someone else, even though they love you 
They, what you have with somebody is unique because it's just between you and that person. There is no other you. There is no other them. So it's impossible to have that same experience with somebody else. I, yeah. I, and I mean, I don't even compare it. all of it. I just feel. Like logically, I know. Yeah, you like can. logically I can. I but just feel body. like how do you take emotions out of it? Like I, you don't. I, I mean, I, I will say if anyone can make it work, I think that they're probably very secure very confident people because or they were brave enough to work through the crazy heavy shit that they didn't even know existed also though like bravo to you if you can handle that much i can barely yeah. handle life as is yeah no like right you you're oh somebody God. that like i feel like if you're gonna do that you're looking to enhance things i don't not- got time for no enhancements <laughs> My kids would and be husband take up so much. much time. <laughs> True. I barely yes. can see you. I know. Me too. I feel like that big time in my schedule. I can barely make time for my friends. How am I supposed to have a whole other relationship? You, know you have much- to find someone that is okay with oh bare minimum. True. If you're in a busy, like there's some people that don't have kids and they I are able to have that time schedule. For me personally, I would work on a sugar daddy over <laughs> like another relationship. Like I need to get something yeah. more out of it than just love. You might be getting more than just love. You don't know. Like you well, have to broaden the your money. <laughs> <laughs> I just find it interesting. But yeah, I was on like Swinger Talk at some point and I just think it's so interesting because I feel like so many of those got so messy and like a lot of them ended What's up falling Swinger in talk? love. Like you're on like TikTok FYP oh, okay. and I guess once you watch one, like you start yeah. seeing it on your FYP. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so many of them, like a lot of them like fall in love with the other person. And then, like, some of them went off with the other people. So if that happens, then maybe it was meant to be that way. I guess. Like, listen, just because you're married, it is not the security blanket that you are going to have a guaranteed successful relationship. You might have stayed married because you have children or you didn't want to get a divorce. You have assets in place. Oh, But it doesn't mean anything. And so, like, if you decided to open up your marriage and swing and you, you fall in love with someone else, well, thank goodness you opened it up and fell in love with someone else. And thank goodness you gave yourself that opportunity if that other person was better for you than the person you were with. Yeah. To me, it's just, like... I just feel like I don't, I guess I think anything is always, bad. No, I definitely don't think it's bad. And yeah. I can definitely see how it works for or some negative people. Or negative or whatever. But I also think it's very likely you will fall in love with someone else. I think at some point, like, like I don't believe in, like, the one person soulmate thing. Yeah. Like, I think that you work hard to stay together. And, yeah. like, there's bumps in the roads yeah. and all of that. I call them seasons. Yeah, Someone seasons. told me there's yes. seasons in your you marriage. And I love marriage. that. So I think that, like, honeymoon phase is always the best phase yeah and i think that it's very easy to get captivated by that if you're constantly in I that too. with other people but i think if you know what's at stake and you've mm-hmm. talked to your partner and you know that you're not willing to lose like your nest and your primary that you don't let yourself fall in love with someone in other words that how really- do you fall in love with someone that you only see maybe like once every three months you don't you put all well, your... I think that would be very much swinging versus being in like a polyamorous relationship. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Which even is what still I'm in saying, a poly like relationship, can, you're not going to give that person your secondary or you're never going to give what I mean, you give to your primary. Some of them all live together. True. And that's kind of cool Sister too. Wives. Have you even heard of relationship anarchy? Like no. I kind of like that. What's I don't that? actually know what the definition is. Oh, I just, I'm so curious. I've heard of it, but I think it means like your um, – not allowing like any relationship status like you're not like married there's not like a primary like it's all who you want to flow yeah like flow with how you feel with i feel like there can be kids involved in that no i probably not yeah but i do i have like seen i think on instagram like these polycool families where they have like four people in the home and there is children and they all get to like raise a village yeah and that's what i'm saying like if we were like, I like to put this, like, thought in, which is if I, like, I remember, like, if you were raised, and imagine if you were raised with the thought with, hey, I, you know when people always say, who do you want to marry? Or, like, yeah. do you want to get married? Also a creepy what thing if, to say to a child, but, yeah. Not that, okay, maybe that's not the right no, word. No, 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 like, I mean, you know, that's like, a thing. You start no, imagining. that's a thing, though. Like, don't you ever see, like, yes. oh, look, it's his little girlfriend, or it's a, yeah, look, it's just so funny. Like, why did we start that? Anyway, I know. Continue. Well, no, just, like, imagine if, like, all you were brought up with is, like, I'm so excited when you pick the three people you want to eventually, like, have a home with. Mm-hmm. Instead of, like, Man, who's that one special person? All the Hallmark movies. Who's that one special person? It really sets us up to believe that like it's all gonna work out, and like a lot of people, it doesn't work out, and then you feel like a negative connotation to not having that one special person, failing a relationship, have had three or four divorces or something like that. Like it gives all that like a bad rep. Like 
maybe you could have just come into this world thinking, oh, it's going to be really cool if I find someone or if I find a boy and a girl that I like together or if I have two wives or if I have or if I have two a boyfriend and a girlfriend and we all live in this house together it's like all of four feelings. of us. It might be, but like imagine if that was the norm. Yeah. Yeah. It wouldn't feel so strange and it wouldn't be so strange and then you can raise a family like and not be like the only person doing the laundry and the working and the pets and the kids and the running and the, I mean, you could have like different date I mean, nights and stuff. That could all. be our family compound. I know. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready for the family compound. I was just watching. Are you ready to see my vagina, Dana? <laughs> I mean, you know, if that's what we have to do to make everything work. Then. You know, I like a little smack and a little hair pull. Are you ready? <laughs> so, so it's not what, sexual, though. That's what I'm saying, trying to say, too. It's like some people, like, have their place where, like, they're more of the, like, stay-at-home person. And somebody else might be the person that yeah. maybe you go out to movies with. It doesn't – I also think people think it's all sex, all kinky, all freaky-deaky all the time. Sometimes people just want to spend time with the person that's, like – let's say your significant other wasn't, like, into – um, I don't know, it's like a movie buff. I'm like, you're like, I am not a movie person. But you find somebody that, that loves movies and you guys can go a enjoy movies. Connection. A different connection. There it is. It's connection. It's I not love. It's not necessarily love. I mean, it is love. But okay, here's why like level range. I always say you have the range of the person you marry or friendship all the way to the person you marry. There's like this huge gap. I, I don't even had a friendship though with like a guy. Well, that never turned you into need anything. to get one. Friendship. And marriage. There's this huge ass gap. It's, yeah, I course. call it the gray area. There's all this like area to play and have yeah. connections. You don't have to just be friends and then that's it from friendship. All you get is marriage and that one love and that's so it. You're, you're not allowed to play swinging? with. Huh? So you're going to start swinging? I mean, I'm open to anything. <laughs> there is opportunity. We're going to come over and you're going to have a pineapple on the front door. A pineapple? Yeah. Is that, oh, yeah, that is the symbol. Yes. I'm going to start wearing pineapple everything. Let's see <laughs> if someone comes knocking on my door. Pineapple pasties. Yeah. Pasties, oh my gosh, I need a boob job if I'm going to wear pasties. I know. <laughs> well, I agree with you that there's different levels. And I also think that that goes into even friendship. Yeah, I think me there's too. a big gray area with friendship. I and too. I think there are categories, especially as I become a mom. Yeah. I think mom friends especially, there's a huge category of like, I mean, a huge gap of categories. Like, I think you have your like basic mom friends, like your acquaintances right mm -hmm. those are the people that you like talk to outside the dance school yeah. or at like an elementary school I'll yeah. pick up and you're like you never talk about personal stuff it's very like yeah. you know shallow base yeah. but you you get along you talk a little bit then if like you talk have like that stuff. middle ground where you're like mom friends like you ask each other for favors that's the person who might yeah. bring your kid home once in a while and every you once in a while you might go out to you might go out together once yeah. in a while they know like a good amount about your life but like you're not gonna just like let it all out yeah and then I think you have your like mom besties yeah. that like you don't have to think, you don't have to censor. And you don't and have to have your house clean. You don't have your house, like when nothing matters. Over. You just know they're not going to judge you and yeah. like they're not going to misunderstand you. Like it's just going to be They'll like. They'll take care of their sick kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it's just like a mutual, like yeah. there's nothing off the table. Yeah. I like all those levels. Yeah. Don't and I think you? there's purposes for each of them. I like do I don't too. think any one of those is like a bad thing. Like. Me either. But I think that that's a thing that is a reason why jealousy exists less as you get older. Because I think you understand that. That yeah. everyone has a purpose and not everyone has to have the purpose. Like, right. not everyone has to be my best friend that's there for me every time I need them. Like, I might just have those mom friends that once in a while we hang out. Yeah. And that's okay. Totally. I definitely think. And I think that goes hand in hand with the jealousy. I think if you were in a relationship, like, I think you all initially have jealousy, but then you're mature enough. And I think maybe that's why it. I'm not saying that young people couldn't ha handle it or like it's the harder though. You're definitely like you're more established and you have like more at stake. You're you more, more insecure when you're too. young. Yes, which is funny because yeah. it's like should be the co most confident you are in your entire life. But like Dana, if you could go back to your ten twenties, wouldn't you like definitely wear that crop top that maybe like you thought you weren't going well, to or whatever? I had babies at twenty two, so maybe not. Okay, nineteen eighteen, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, no, I you definitely probably still could wear a crop top after you just had that baby. No, but... no, but I definitely. I mean, you could wear a crop top whenever. Like, right? I feel but, like, like I any of my insecurities then were so dumb. You no. My insecurities were dumb. And it wasn't even just based on looks, though. Like, yeah. I was insecure as a person, and I was very jealous in my, yeah. like, late teens, early 20s. Yeah. Like, very jealous. Like, with friends, with yeah. relationships, like, all of it. Like, you just, you don't want to be replaced. You want to, like, mm -hmm. like, you want everyone to like you. Yeah. Like, you that's what it's all about. Like you. you want everyone to like you. And then when you get older, you're kind of like, and same thing, like, so I guess if you had, like, broaden your relationships, if that, per if that person, like, didn't work out for you, you'd be like, cool. Yeah. I hope you have a good life. Like, yeah. I hope the best for you. It's, yeah. like, not complicated. Yeah, it Even really this, isn't. Like, I couldn't have done this in my early 20s. I would have thought everyone was judging me. Now I'm like, whatever. Oh, I know. Me too. Whatever. Me judge too. away. Judge away. Please. You know, please like, judge away. Like, I want to hear you your- You miss all the shots you don't take, so. Exactly. Taking it.
You have to be like a yes person, I think. Yeah. I mean, that's complicated too. To say yes to everything, I pretty much do. But then do we get like overworked and stuff? Maybe. But then just say no when it becomes too much. But I do feel like probably say yes. Because yeah. if you're not going to say yes, it's due to fear. Fear I won't have time. Like you were saying, like, I wouldn't have time for all these other people. We'll try it and see what happens. If you didn't, you just have to be honest with that person. Like, I thought this would be exciting, but I don't have time. Or oh. Do you think I'm a yes person? Yeah. Fuck yeah. See, I don't think I always was, though. I think that's something that, like, came with Children, because you want to make sure, like, they're we're all doing. Well, fun I definitely things. was like always down for things. Like, I, you know, would always try things and be down for yeah. things. But I definitely think that the older I'm getting, the more of a yes person I'm becoming. Okay. I just feel like, why not try something? Seriously, we're like halfway there in life. Yeah, <laughs> like whatever. You know? I don't know. Do you think I'm a yes person? I think you're a mixed person. I was gonna say depends <laughs> on the day, yeah. right? I My think you're mood. a yes person with a lot of things, but then sometimes you take me by surprise with when you say no, and I'm like. What? I know. Sometimes I what shut do down. Mean, I'm no? like, I I can't handle anymore at this moment. Yeah. My my <laughs> avatar self just went, uh, uh, uh-huh. uh, must need sleep or mm-hmm. must need alone time or whatever. Decompress, yeah. Decompress. I get overstimulated. Yeah, I don't really get overstimulated. <sighs> You're so lucky. I want whatever you have and we'll I get overstimulated it. by like life sometimes, like just by like being busy, but I don't really get yeah. overstimulated by people. Like I actually feel like most people recharge me. I love that. That's yeah. the cutest thing. Like isolation freaks me out. Oh my god! Oh my I god. like yearn for isolation. No, like the like, idea. All I want to do is be alone in my art room with my music and like nobody. Oh Sometimes I just want all of existence to just. I mean, I'm not stop saying I never want to be second. alone. I definitely enjoy alone time. I like being yeah. able to just like be by myself. But like, I need that alone time to be short and sweet. Like, I don't want to do that for days on end. Oh no, my I god! Could. Fuck no. I have so many things I want to do alone, but. I know Remember we already talked about that. I know you want two weeks by yourself. I have you know that the new moon We're going to take off night. for two weeks and just go okay. somewhere. And I'm going to make you channel. Actually, you would probably be good at channeling. I follow this one girl or Trevor follows her and he sent the link to me that has all these things that you should do for like the new moon. Like, so she wrote down an example of like things she wanted. Like one of them was like more followers on TikTok. Like it could be as shallow as that because no one's like, you know, reading it or I like it. I want to be surrounded by the people I love on Christmas. There's yeah. small little things. So you write it, write it all down, fold it in half and then slide underneath your pillow. Did you do it? I did. And one of them was I want to be able to channel non-physical beings. And I wanted to bring that up because I know that I shocked you when I said that last time. I do. I like want my own YouTube channel on it. And like someone's Isn't it amazing and- that you could still shock me? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I want to be able to be like, oh, okay. I just got the beans of the light just came in and said, you, you need to quit that job. I, I see you with the farm and animals. Like I want to be that person. Hmm. It'd be so cool to be able to like get messages. I mean, yeah, like I want messages. Yes. Well, we need to learn how to exercise that part of our brain and channel. Mm-hmm. If anybody has any tips, let me know where you started with all that. I don't know. I have no tips on that. So anyway, that's I think I think sometimes sitting down with a pen and paper, like speaking of like a little bit of advice that I don't even do for myself sometimes is just to write down like what is it that I want this year or even the next six weeks or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I mean, I think that's like a form of manifesting. I manifest. Yeah. I talk manifest though. I talk to myself a lot. Do you talk to yourself? Do I talk to I, myself? I like speak things out loud, especially when I'm driving. I want to record you doing that and like put it all together in a little oh, reel. I think it's hilarious. I even take videos of myself sometimes. This is so embarrassing. Wait, wait. Videos yourself, so, talking to yourself, just to make sure that you like are like, looking good. For it the- is no, like oh. it's April fifth, twenty twenty two. Next April fifth, I want to be blah 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 blah. I have a video of that exact thing with all my goals listed. That's out. so spiritual and way cool, Dana. You shock me. Like that's yeah. how you manifest shit. Yeah, yeah. Okay, maybe I need to talk about it instead Lucky of write it syndrome. because my writing's really like crappy. And so maybe I just need to like power walk with my I think dog something, and talk about. I it. think there's something about writing though. I think you're like. Channeling it, it's going through your brain a different way. Yeah. But yeah, I talk to myself all the time and I like definitely, I mean, I've always done it though. Since I was little, I used to like pretend I was on interviews. Like I used to like always, I always thought I was going to be like this famous, like whatever. You are famous. Look, we're sitting in front of like microphones and stuff. Self, self famous. I'm an influencer and you might even be an TV reality. Not an influencer. I'm like, as micro as micro gets, but uh, it's way more influencer than me. I know but. it is crazy though, because sometimes I'm like, oh, it's nothing, you know. But I'm like, wow, like combined, I have like thirty thousand followers. Like, imagine me being on a stage and thirty thousand people listening to me. Yeah, that I would listen to crazy. You. Obviously, that talking to yourself like did something. That's nuts. And but like it. in the grand scheme of things, like I feel like you're not a really an influencer until you're like at like hundred thousand. 
well, <clears throat> we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> but yeah, I definitely do manifest and I definitely believe in manifesting. But I, <clears throat> I don't know. I'm like. <clears throat> they say when you're good at channeling, it sometimes gets clogged in your throat. Oh my God. Maybe a channeling message is coming through. It's coming right out. Now. It's coming out. <laughs> I I swear I can't tell you how many people that I follow that like channel they're like sorry my throat like I'm getting like it's like a chakra it's like you ever heard of spirit burps no but it's like a chakra clogging or something it's coming through I don't know yeah okay well the chakra came through and I'm ready to say my truth (laughs) you have a strong we are gonna be so famous (laughs) we're gonna have so many sugar daddies on our lawn that'd be creepy Yes. Anyway, I believe in manifesting and I definitely think saying it out loud for me, it's not even so much about like saying it into the universe or like some sort of like other beings. For me, it's just like a motivation. Like I said something out loud and I'm going to keep my promise to myself. Like I'm going to do this for me. Yeah. And I feel like when you say it and you speak it, you're more likely to do it than if you just think it because you can just pretend like you never thought about it. But like if I say it out loud or if I record it or if I tell someone that's why I like to tell people my goals, too, because I almost feel like it holds me accountable to myself. I get real scared of, like, anything I'm committing to. Like if I, say I do, too, because I'm scared of failing. Yeah. But I'm learning to be less scared of failing. Like, that is something I'm working on hard. And I feel yeah, like... because failure makes you better. Yes. You learn and from also, it. I'm trying to teach my kids that. Like I'd rather fail than wrong. not try. Please not do it right. Like, you only learn from that way, you know? Like... Yeah. I, I agree. And I think that, like, if you don't fail then that means you never tried. And if you never try, you never have a shot at anything. So what's yeah. even the And why point? do you want to be the same for like your entire life? Not, yeah. not to say that's wrong, actually. If you're like a human being and you decide to have, do the same thing every day, there is a place for you too. But like what's something that you didn't want to say out loud to try because you were scared of failing? Give me an example. Did something like that happen this year where you like didn't want to admit that you needed to do it or oh, say it out loud? perfect then- example would be me. I mean, I could name a bunch. Me losing weight. Yeah. Like, I was scared. You know my times in the last three years that I said I'm going to lose weight? And, like, I never stuck to it. And then I finally ah. did, like, this year. And now, like, you know, and I really made it a priority. Actually, I made a video about it. And I was like, I'm not giving up this time. Like, I'm doing it. Yeah. Oh, good. Um, starting my social media last year. Like, I was yeah. so nervous. I want to know what I know. Look, I didn't even tell you at first. That's crazy. I know. Remember the first time you found out that I was really seriously doing it was when oh, we were Oh, this is hilarious. The- this is a good story. Yeah. yeah. And we're sitting there at a dance competition. I'm like fucking hungry and I'm like shoveling food in my mouth and this lady comes up she's like oh my gosh are you that girl on TikTok that talked about da 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 and I like look over down like what are you talking about I was like food's falling out of my mouth I was like oh by the way I'm a yeah I'm a in TikTok influencer I'm like what the fuck I'm like choking I'm like what are you talking about yeah because I was so scared to tell anyone because I was like it was embarrassing to me because I was like that's a really embarrassing thing by the way to try to pretend you're an influencer when you're not an influencer at first like you yeah. know like you're like acting like it like anyone cares what you're saying yeah. you have to act like that like you do have care to what act you're saying like but like when you have 200 followers it's like who the you know but like there everyone has to start somewhere you don't have to start somewhere i i feel the same way i mean i can't even believe we're sitting here doing this podcast this, i was even this, scared to i haven't even yeah put myself out there on my i have like a, my art page like for instagram where i yeah. you know, talk about my paintings and stuff but i also use that platform to be more of like like what other people don't usually see a side of me, which I would say that's like a hint of like being a little bit more sexual yeah. and like free feminine, like woman kind of like power in my own like healthy and I don't know, brave about like my sexuality. And I use that platform a little bit, but I also have people that follow me and I'm like, you know what, if you don't like it, like people that maybe, I don't know, I don't think anybody should not be following me. I think all that I put out there is nothing too racy or anything but it does make me question like oh yeah gosh people are following me people that know me and i'm really putting myself out there it's kind of intimate but then at the same time i'm like this is kind of what i was born to do like i feel it it's kind of part of my that it's more embarrassed i'm going to use the word embarrassing that might not even be the right word but yeah you feel more insecure about people who know you watching you than strangers absolutely i could have strangers watch me all day long it's like the minute people started coming to me be like oh hi i found your tiktok like the kids teachers or dance or miss olivia dance the other day was like i saw your tiktok and i was like for a second like like, okay but i don't feel like like, you do anything that's like it's not even controversial or embarrassing but it's the idea of it is the embarrassment of being on my phone talking to a camera like it's just like you know, it's you're putting yourself you're putting out yourself there. out there in a way that a lot of people are embarrassed to, and it's cringy, yeah. and you know, like yeah, whatever. That's true. But Sometimes like, I look back at my video, I'm like, "Ew, who does she think she is?" But then I'm like, "A bad she, bitch." I was gonna say she's fabulous. So yeah. you know, and I want other people to be inspired at my age, doing the things that I love to do, and feeling free totally. to share it to the world. Yeah. Like that's and what honestly, it's all about. 
if Again, I can inspire one cares? person. Right, right, exactly. You know how many messages I've gotten that were like actually, so nice? Like, I know. Being like, thank you so much. Like you helped me with this or yeah. this or that. And like, I don't know. It's just like, oh, okay, that's why I'm doing it. Like Absolutely. that's great. But it's not even about anyone else even. It's just about like me. Like I'm having yep. fun doing it. You're just putting yourself and out there. it's a side hustle and why not? Yeah, like, why not? If you feel if you feel like you can do it, you also overcame some challenges of like why not? I don't know, pushing past a little bit of discomfort or people yeah. seeing I think what it is, this is a weird thing about like any feminine energy and maybe some of the masculine too. Uh, I don't want to speak for like masculine or feminine, but like being seen is something I think we all want. Being seen and being validated. And then once we finally do it, it's scary as fuck. It's like we want to be seen, but then at the same time we put ourselves out there, it's also like nerve-wracking to be like, oh, yeah, I'm putting myself out there to be seen. Yeah. I don't know. And I feel like you're scared of people you know finding you because they're more likely to think you're cringy and they're more likely to judge you for something judge you for it which is terrible you think the people closest to you should be like the ones clapping yeah and those are usually the ones that are gonna talk shit oh i know well i'm used to people talking shit about me my but whole that's life sad. and i've changed it that is too. sort of sad i was definitely i'm guilty of it before being like oh my god what does she do you know whatever yeah. like but i'm me not too. like that my anymore 20s, i really try to like clap teens. for everyone like i'm like you know good for her she's doing something i wouldn't do or she's doing something that like most people wouldn't like that's awesome you know like yeah i feel like i don't know i've definitely changed a lot and i would say like the last like Four years specifically. Yeah, you're kind of like, go on, girl. Yeah. I like say Do that you. about everyone and everything now because, listen, we're all just different like aspects of yeah. everything, right? We're just all sharing a different light. We're all unique. We're, we have all something to offer, so why not put it out there? And you know what? In the end, if it doesn't resonate with you, move on. Mm-hmm. And for some people, you're going to resonate for them and yeah. good. Yeah. Like you inspire me. I inspire you. Let's keep definitely. that shit going. I know? definitely think that you have brought a lot of change onto me too. Me too. Like I would Same say like the me. last two years like that oh has had God. an impact on like, me. Like what? Um, I so like I I'm think getting you, bashful. <laughs> well, I think you've taught me like that you don't have to just, I, I like I've said this to you before, like just work like one standard job. Yeah. You know, I kind of went into, I've had, I mean, jobs for me have been like a big thing. You know, I was waitressing and then I went and I did never use my first degree, which I had a little bit of shame for for a while. Oh. And then I got over it, whatever, <clears throat> went back to nursing school because I felt like I needed a, deg- a degree that was useful. And I do love helping people and I love yeah. being a nurse. So it's not like that. But, you know, thinking back, like, would I have done something else? Probably. Probably. Right. Um, It's a really like abusive job, I feel like, in a lot of ways. I know the stories you tell me. And I feel like, you know, I... I kind of always thought you had to like have that kind of job because that's what we're raised to. And then yes. I saw like you, you have have, like, and Trevor, career, you know, taking a totally different route. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like you're making money off of your talents and your likes. And I think yeah. that's really neat. I mean, it's we all true. have to make money. So at the end of the day, we all have to do something that makes us money. So yeah. you kind of made me realize like maybe there's like more paths. You can juggle. Which a is why bit I told more. you like maybe not waitress. Find a new find a new path. I know. Do something different. I there will- are so many ways to make money now. I feel like we are definitely living in the hardest times yeah. in a long time, right? Inflation and stuff. But also, we're living in a really cool time where there's opportunity to make so much money online in so many different ways. Whether you are like a, um, an influencer or content creator or you start a business around content creation for businesses, like yeah. what I was trying to do with yeah. that. Or you do an OnlyFans or yeah. you sell something online or you craft and you sell it on Etsy. Yeah. No one was able to do this 20, 30, 40 years ago. You had to work a standard job. It Like you had to. Yeah. And like there's just so much opportunity now. That's you just so have to true. do it. Oh my gosh. I feel like you should be a motivational speaker. I like just got like all these ideas that popped in my head. I'm there like, are. I there's need to so do... many ideas. I guess The fact that you like... don't put your paintings online is mind-blowing to me. And I'll tell you why, because... I can't wait to hear. I know all artists feel this way. It's like you have to see it in person to really get it, especially since I have like heavy texture on my painting. Mm-hmm. A face-forward shot of it is just not going to do it. Even videos. angles or videos. I know, but I feel like the color like in person and just being able to see it and see the dimensions, there's like a feeling that I want people to have. So I think I need to do like more of like an art show kind of thing. Okay. But plus my that. shit is huge and thick it and is. heavy. And so shipping almost costs Someone as much will as the pay painting. It. Someone will All right, pay fuck, it. I'll put it up. Listen, here's my thing. I get it from an artist perspective, but yeah. like from a money making perspective, who fucking cares? Okay. Who cares? If you sell a painting, you sell a painting. I know. And then someone will appreciate it even more when it gets to their house. And they're like, wow, look at all this texture. I didn't even realize. That's cool. True. It's going to be better than they expected. 
I know I need to broaden my perspective on that they needed to see it physically before they buy it. Like that's like a limiting belief. It is a limiting belief. We have so many limiting beliefs. We do. I have limiting beliefs about all the shit that you just said. I was like all inspired, but like what comes into my brain is like, that seems like a lot of work on my phone. And I'm trying because to be your on brain my phone wants less. to take the easy way out. Exactly. Your brain automatically wants to come up with an excuse of why you can't do something, yeah. not not how you can. I know. And that's something I'm trying to really train myself to think yeah. opposite of. Like I'm trying to think like because I'm totally guilty of that. It's the same concept of this. Okay. And this is something I feel like resonates with more people. When you're on a diet, right? Yeah. And you're trying to lose weight and you're eating great. And then the end of the night comes and you raid your snack pantry. And then yeah. you're like, fuck it. I screwed up. Yeah. I'm a failure. Whatever, it's the weekend. I'll just screw up all weekend and I'll start again Monday. Yep. Why? Why did you not just right. eat healthy the next day? Yeah, That's you don't have how to give up the whole weekend or loss. even that night. Yeah. yeah. Okay, you messed up for a second. Big deal. Move on. But it's a it's your like brain being like, nope, like we messed up. Let's just take the easy way out. Just, and then yeah. that weekend becomes a week and the week becomes a month. And now all of a sudden you put all the weight that you lost back on. Yeah. Well, and I'm certainly capable of getting to a routine of stuff. I'm very routine oriented. You're very. Ru- I'm actually inspired by that too. When well, you put your mind, here's to something, what I figured out over many years. It took me a long time. So I'm very like sensitive, overstimulated type person. Um, I'm emotional, and I can be emotionally unstable because I have like really highs and lows. Yeah, but me too. Having a morning Our routine. Our poor husbands. I know. No, they love it. You know what? I can I be know. your crazy bitch and I can be your angel too. Yeah. So, and anything else. Um, John this morning was like, you're being a real bitch. I'm like, oh. I know, I know, I know. Me too. I Listen. can definitely be that way. I'm not an easy person to be with, but I figured out like what makes me happy. And that is having a decent diet, having exercise every single day. I exercise every single day. Not a crazy exercise. Not like these CrossFitters. I don't run miles. I don't even do crazy hour cardio workout. It's 20 minutes a day. Mm -hmm. And I get to pick what that is so long as I get it done. Perhaps that's a 10-minute walk around the block for the first morning and another 10-minute walk in the afternoon. That could be like my Sunday. hottest 90-year-old bitch ever. (laughs) And then some days they are 20 minutes of like weights. The next day it's maybe 20 minutes of Pilates. But it's some kind of functional Mm -hmm. movement and mobility because to me that's just always what's going to keep me happy. I'm a dance instructor, a fitness instructor, and I like to be active. So if I'm not maintaining my body to stay active, I'm not going to be a happy camper. That's just something. So I prioritize my health and my fitness and myself right from the get-go before the day even starts. All right, so give me some self-care tips. If you could give someone who's super busy, okay. super busy mom, three self-care tips, what would you say? I like to think that you just start when you first wake up. Start first when you wake up. I have a whole, like, I wash my face. I put my little, like, headband thing on so that my hair doesn't get wet. I wash my face at the same time. I heat up my lemon water. So it starts in the morning We're doing the things that I feel like are healthy, which is, like, you know, just being like loving to myself and my face and looking myself in the morning and taking my time to wash my face. So like how long was does that take you? Oh, well, I'm definitely multitask. I got to get kids up, pet, you know, fed and everything. So when I wake up, the first thing I do is I heat up my lemon water, let the dogs out, wake up the kids. And while everyone's started coming down, I'll go back and wash my face, put my lotion on. Then I go back, drink my lemon water. I like water. that. It doesn't have to be perfect. Oh, no. Like, I'm trying like to shove it all morning. into. Oh, there's no fucking perfect morning. Mm-hmm. But I at least get my lemon water in. Okay. Hot water with lemon. And then I at least wash my face. It's I don't like, know if I could drink hot water. Okay. Cold water with lemon. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> Warm water. It's I not do hot. room temp. Okay. So that's like one. And then two exercise i think not just it's this is not for vanity even though some of it is like but because i've been trying to put on muscle for like ever and Mm -hmm. my small frame doesn't really do that and i have to accept that too unless i want to be like a bodybuilder and i don't feel like dedicating that much time to it anyway i can't picture that bodybuilder julie I mean, you could do whatever you want. I want to now. I know. It's do a challenge. I'm um, working out. Okay. Because I do feel like that helps blood flow, adrenaline, getting your mind going. And I'm telling you, no one ever regrets the way you feel after you work out. True. I, you I do feel better. I think it's like 40% of your mental health. Okay. Number sure. three. Number three is making sure before, before you go to bed that you have a nice like bedtime routine, whether that means five minutes of reading your favorite book. Uh, taking a bath, which is what I do, or maybe that's the time that, you know, after your kids, if you have kids, you put them all to bed, everything, you've, you shut down the house, you can do the face care routine that you like doing. I don't know, maybe that's sitting, watching TV and your feet are like on those yeah. foot massagers or something. And it doesn't have to be this long thing. I think that's why I didn't do it for the longest time, especially with young kids. I'm like, I simply don't have time. I know. I'm, I'm definitely so an all tired. or nothing person. So like, I feel like 
That is a good tip in and or of like itself a sleepy that it doesn't have tea. to be perfect. It doesn't yeah. have to always be wine. Like if you drink a lot, like cut that shit out. Oh, yeah. Like cut it in half. Let that me made tell a huge, you. a huge difference. Huge and magnesium. difference. Good sleep is everything. Yeah. If you're not hydrating and you're drinking every night and you don't get good sleep, I'm sorry. You're fucking yourself over because you're not going to be a nice person. I was drinking day. way too much last oh, year. Oh, yeah. Well, the years before, I was definitely I mean, like a wine I definitely person. had like years, right? But like yeah. I noticed like last – I would say in, from COVID – up until last year, I was drinking like so right. Not like, like everyone in, was. not every night. <laughs> yeah, but like way more than I'm comfortable with. Like yeah. too many times a week. Like yeah. Normally, normal me. Like now, like I don't even drink weekly, let alone yeah. Like I don't do the whole. I've glass definitely of gotten wine. so much better. John I'm used to like drink a glass a of wine and like yeah. cook, or we'd have a beer and and mm-hmm. have dinner. Like it was never like it would never be more than usually like two drinks. But like yeah. when you do two drinks a night. That's not no. it's a lot of calories and sugar or whatever. And it makes you even feel shitty. You, it makes you feel shitty. You're you less likely to sleep. work out. You're less likely to yeah. sleep well. You eat shittier too. Yeah, because you're like, yes, oh, you don't I'll care eat as this much. Big thing of nachos yep. or whatever. And like, hello, let's like break it down. Liquor's I have rules a poison. Liquor's now. a poison to your liver. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean, I actually have. I like, don't even know how like our society has accepted like being like big partiers and stuff. I don't it's know. like I rather do like no weed. I was gonna say I rather take. In fact, I know many friends that have cut back on their wine and drinking by having like a quarter of a gummy. At I night think that or will half be the gummy. new thing. I think I that absolutely. The think newer it's generations be aren't going to drink as much, and they're going. No, to... they're like I don't want to look like an idiot and kill yeah. people and listen. Get shitty sleep. I love having a night of drinking. Me I too. think it's super Woo! fun. Yeah, like I it's too. like I love having such a loose fun feeling. Whatever. But I well, that's what I was gonna say. I have standards now. Yeah, like I literally have almost like rules in my head yes me too i have like and i'm like trade-offs too like, i'm not drinking to have one drink so if it's just like a unwind one too. drink type thing i don't really want it nope magnesium or gummy i Boom, i'm not drinking by myself anymore no desire yeah um, or like you can sit there with like your little sleepy time tea like you yeah don't need a glass i'm of wine. drinking socially when we yeah. are going out for a purpose yeah me too and i'm gonna have a good time and i'm, I'm not gonna worry time. about what i'm drinking and how me much either. i'm drinking and i'm gonna love it and then i'm probably not gonna drink again for a couple weeks yeah well for me i think i drink once a week or twice a week yeah if that and that's like huge i used to drink like like back when the kids were younger like definitely like had a glass of wine every night it was like an it was almost like a habit like an unwinding habit i had to like i just needed to like you know and i get that and if you're drinking your glass wine every night there's no shame like we all are doing the best we can i'm just saying what i've learned over the years working for you though yeah it's worth you're waking up cranky and not getting good sleep and you can't lose the weight you want or you're not motivated to work out or you're having some mental health stuff it's like well let's look at what we're doing you know like let's let's survey from morning till night what we're putting in our bodies and what are we doing for ourselves Mm -hmm. we all are doing stuff for other people whether it's our work our spouse our kids or our friends whatever you've got going on but if you don't if you keep putting out and you don't put back in then what the fuck like but i do think that you automatically will gain healthier habits yes when you don't drink yeah for example like and nothing good comes of getting drunk and belligerent like nothing good comes of alcohol like no great conversations sometimes what okay well they okay if you're not in a good mood though don't you feel like that's always the time where people fight because they were drunk you know yeah i don't get i'm not an angry drunk really I, I mean, I'm not I saying I really never done. have been. Me and John have definitely gotten into fights at the end of the night when oh, I'm like, Oh, I've definitely done. been like sassy. But like for the most part, like I'm a pretty happy, fun drunk. Yeah, me too. But I do think that you replace it because like for me, I'm not talking about the drunk. I'm talking about like the one or two glasses of oh, wine okay, to unwind yeah. habit. Like for me, then I was like, well, I need something to unwind. Like these kids are driving me yes. crazy or something. You and do. then I started being like, I'm going to go on a walk and listen to music or I'm going to go on oh, a drive and listen nice. to music or something. And that was my... Oh my gosh, Unwind. that just gave me goosebumps. I've, wow. That's a good well, – because I have my, my set thing and never thought to like go for a night walk with like music. Yeah. I bet that, that – I makes night my walk heart a lot. sing a little bit. Yeah. I love to listen to music. And that's my manifesting time too and just like my thinking time yeah. and like all of that. So oh like – Oh my gosh. Well, what about for a single mom, maybe you should like walk around the house or dance around the house or something like that. Yeah. Because you can't leave them alone. headphones and dance in the kitchen. Yeah. Or throw – if they're young, I used to throw my kids in a stroller. Yeah, and let and them And I there. would give them snacks. And even if they were like whining, I'd just throw on my headphones and go. Yeah. You know? Go. Or I would take them to the beach a lot. Yeah. Because we live near the beach. Yeah. And I would drive to the beach. And I feel like the blue theory is so real. And like water makes me so happy. Yeah. I was going to say, does anybody like not feel better when they're at the beach? Yeah. There's something just so cosmic about yep. it. The way the waves come in. And yes. think about that too is like an analogy, like that flow coming in and out. There's nothing that's like 
in the way of like the ocean. Yeah. Like, no, I used to do that all the time. Like that was actually part of my routine in postpartum days would be to drive to the beach and I'd walk the boardwalk to get a little exercise in and listen to my music. And then I would take her out and we'd sit on the beach yeah. and I would just like be there. And I used well, to feel instant better. Most people are not by the beach. We're really lucky. I know. Uh, but lucky. if you don't have that, I'm a big fan of the shower or the bathtub and you can make your Water own like, in DIY, general. like yes. essential oil shit, like make your little bath steamer, make your little bath salts. You know what I mean? Like yeah. get it nice, get the music, get the candles going. It might it works seem a lot of effort. Too. Yeah, I know. You stick in the I during Any COVID, water. we were in the bathtub like yes. twice a day every day. That was like our like Jack's cool. throwing a temper tantrum. I'm like shower or bath. Yep. Like water. Always. always they love water. it. Who doesn't yeah. want to be in water? I know. Seriously. Yeah. That should be like in every like like if you're trying to do better mental health and like just physical yeah. health, like get in the bath, get in the shower, have five, ten minutes for yourself. Definitely. It's beautiful. Speaking of temper tantrums. Ooh. Are yeah. you having one? No, Lately? but my kids have them all the time. <laughs> Do yours? They're moody. Yeah, like real mo- moody. But I'm like, you know what? Sometimes, moody. sometimes I'm like, they're being an asshole, and I like, I'm like, why are we doing this? But then other times I'm like, scream that shit out, get it out, because you know what? When we have bad days, we're just being called a bitch, and like we move through it, and we like stand up, like we get all like sassy, and we're like, well, I, you're being like this, and you're da da da. But we don't really allow our children to have like be nasty sometimes. Yeah. Like safely in our homes, like you know what I we mean. We were, I think, a lot of us were raised that way. Like, I mean, like, I wasn't necessarily, together. but like, I definitely think it was a lot of be seen, not heard. Don't throw temper tantrums. Yeah, don't because it's like a reflection of your parenting or something. Right, your kids can't like. And you know get what? It together. I'm guilty of that. Like, I don't believe in that. I never judge other parents when yeah. their kids are screaming in a store or upset right. or something. But I am guilty of being embarrassed when my kids are screaming in a store or oh, upset. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, everyone probably thinks I'm like oh. the shittiest parent in the world. But I'm like, why do I care? But like, Freya's you so do loud. Care. And I'm like, I always, I'm like, Freya, I'm like, don't speak so loud. And I, I'm guilty of not yeah. always letting them be their free spirited, like whatever self. You know, I'm always worried that someone's judging them or me or something. What are some unconventional ways that you parent? Like, what are some things that you do differently? Than um, we definitely talk about sex. I let them curse if they, I mean, I don't let them curse. I curse in front of them. And like, if it's in a song or something, I don't care. Like, we'll yeah. play the, to me, like, how is like cursing like bad? Like when someone's like, oh, don't say that. It's a bad word. It's like, great. You just gave them the gift of wanting to use that to be bad now. Because don't we all want to be bad sometimes? So like, they're going to use that word now to be bad. I just think it, you put too much emphasis I on it. I know. Like, you know, for a I mean, I curse in front of the kids too. Not, at, and I, I do think there's a difference. I don't curse I always, at them. Yes, I always tell my kids words can affect people, and you can't take words back. Always, Obviously, like we have you know, all these conversations. So, like, yes, so. I never like cursing at them, but like I do curse in front of them, and I want them to know the difference of cursing versus like cursing at someone. Yes, absolutely. But this is pretty funny because my so Jack has like a real broad vocabulary, and he. Like the other day was watching a um that Christmas story with my parents. And there's a part where like she the kid they say fudge in the movie. Yeah. But like obviously it was implying that the yeah. kid said fuck. Yeah. And then the mom puts like the soap in the kid's mouth. Well, Jack was like, Oh my mom does did that to me when I was little, by the way. Oh my god, I've never had soap in my mouth. But my mom they kid was like, um, Jack was like to my parents, Oh, he meant to say fuck. And my parents were like, What? And he was like, He meant to say fuck. Yeah, instead of not fudge. fudge. Yeah. And they were like, oh, my God. So they were telling me that my mom was like it's almost funny. peeing herself yeah, laughing. It's yeah, funny. But then I guess the other day, my like Jack was over there again and was talking about my dad said something. He was like, Poppy, did you just say shit? So my dad's like, how does this three-year-old know every curse word under the sun? And I was like, great. Like, like my dad probably thinks I'm like the worst parent ever. No. I'm like, listen, I don't know. Like, he's around adults a lot. Like, yeah. he hears things. And he's he super smart. Yeah, they're good. Like, I'm up. impressed that he knew that they were saying fudge. They were putting soap in the mouth. And that he knew that it was fuck. Honestly, that's pretty impressive. It's impressive. Like, and also him, like you saying, like he's around adults all the time. Like, let's be honest. We're all cussing at some point. Yeah. And we, mo- some of us try not to and as yeah, much as others. Yeah, right. nice too. I, I get like the manners and being polite right. and having like an eloquent way of like Listen, speaking. I don't want him walking around being like, fuck this shit. Oh, no, me either. Like, I'd be horrified. No, and I always tell my kids, I'm like, you say that in front of like yes. my parents who are very old fashioned or like a teacher or whatever. Even someone else is like kids and their kids go tell their parents i'm yes. like you may not be able to go to their house because yeah. they're gonna be like don't hang out with that kid because they say bad words and blah blah so i'm like you know i wouldn't just be like saying that no in front of me in our home safe place 
express yourself, but I just wouldn't. I know be, like, it's tough because you want to be that. like words are words. It's fine, whatever. But and if like, they hear adults they say it, then it's learn. very like hypocritical to be like right. you can't. But I, I do say that like when you become a doll, like you can play. You know, like let's be honest, like by teens in middle school, they're like yeah, they might just need to say fuck like that yeah. like really like loud or whatever in in the house because that yeah. something pissed them off like okay did that really do any damage i didn't like screw yeah. up anything you're not a bad parent they're not a bad right. person right none of this bad shit i don't get it all right so back to contra- controversial oh, yeah. ways a that more you parent you let them curse yeah well or you let them hear curse you're uh, yeah, not like yeah. overly no 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 they're not like freaking like saying curse words all but the you're time. not like hiding language Correct. So okay. I'm not hiding language. I we talk about our privates. We've definitely talked about sex. Um, we definitely talk about like you know. And for that- reference, you have a seven, six year old, seven year old. Oh, Freya's seven. Seven and Styles is nine, nine. Okay. and then my stepdaughter's nineteen. So. Okay. So keep going. Anyway, um, we talk about obviously different forms of marriage, like mm-hmm. you know. If you wanted to be married to a, a, a man, it's, you know, two men or two women, or we've even now brought up the form of like, you might want to be with some, you might just not want to be with one person. Yeah. Just so you know, you might want to have two girlfriends, two boyfriends, or one Which is other. funny because in this day and age, you wouldn't think that was like a controversial way to parent, but actually someone we know um, was just talking about being very anti like transgender and gay rights oh. and stuff. And I was like- And my like, kids are cool with all wow, that. Wow. What if your kids turn out to be gay? Like no very kidding. anti it. Yeah. So it's like, I guess it is controversial. Like, you have to educate them at least so that there's not that like shock. At the very least, no matter what your beliefs are, you need to let them know like what the world is yeah, and what the possibilities out. are. Give them a platform to choose like what feels right and what feels normal for them. Just hiding it and not talking about it and sheltering them from it is going to do no good. Mm-hmm. And they're going to need like shit tons of therapy later, but. Yeah. So yeah, we talk about that and I feel like I was there was like another thing. What about what about you? It might come back to me. So I definitely same thing. We talk about um I haven't had like a sex talk with them yet. So I have a ten year old, um, a seven year old. I didn't get like graphic. I kind of just yeah. did. Basics. I haven't really talked about sex yet. I mean, they definitely know that a man and a woman traditionally. Yeah. That's another thing I feel like we keep hush hush too. Yeah. And I don't know why. Yeah. Like we're afraid to let them know we teach them everything else about the autonomy of our body and like and the anatomy of our body, I meant to say, and how, how things work and why. Like why not describe them what procreation is? I don't know. On some form. And I've also yeah. told them, too, about people that are not, like, same, like, you know, same-sex right. marriages, how, like, you know, you can have artificial, you know, kind of, you know. So we talk about like that. that. Like, we talk about, like, all the different or, ways to have a baby like that. But, like, I've never gotten into, like, a deep sex conversation yet. I mean, obviously, it will be yeah. coming with Lily soon. But um, we talk about all of that. We definitely talk about periods and, like, sexual parts are named by their parts and not, like, cookie Okay, hate that shit. Well, the only part we say that vagina I say, penis in we my say house. Gina because Freya couldn't say vagina when she was younger, and now it's this running joke. It's Gina, so oh now I say God. it too. I'll be like, "Do you mean like your Gina is like yeah. irritated?" Right? John we still, was we still very uneasy Gina. with that at first. Like when oh, I really? when yeah when I first started saying like vagina yeah. to them, I feel like he was like taken back. I mean, not anymore, but like at first he was like, "Oh, okay, we're just like saying it," you know. Wait, wait. I think sex talk and all that kind of like bo- like being ashamed of shit yeah. is what leads them to being so interested in it later yeah. and even like you know when you're like oh my god my kids just saw, watched porn it's like why do you think they're looking at porn like they need they want to know what's going on like with their body and what feels good and stuff like why don't you sit there and like i know it's like they probably don't want to hear it from you or like getting a book would be a great way to start and just be like hey did you read that book like can we talk yeah, about like a couple things true. or whatever like even if you don't feel like it but i feel like our first sex education like rundown is what in high school that's too late no. sometimes. Well, I think they do like a really mild sex education in like fifth and sixth grade. Okay. Well, whatever. I think that- But coming- it's like mild. Like I'm yeah. talking like periods, maybe a little bit of like- No, we're talking about like, I was saying like- Yeah. We all know it's okay to touch our own body. Yeah. So like, why aren't we talking about this more yeah. to our kids? I feel like that is definitely something we're missing the mark on. Yeah. Because it's on all less- shameful shit. Yeah. And I no, don't like it that. Is, it is. On a less controversial scale, I guess, okay. but still something that not everyone does. I, um, beyond like that kind of stuff, I also, I don't force them to eat what I make for dinner. 
That's a good one. I'm trying to be- get better about that because like, sometimes I get real pissed it's off. It's just food is food to me and it's yeah. not a big deal. And it's I don't totally want true. it to be a big deal. It's totally I'm not true. saying I'm going to make another gourmet meal for them. I'm not like I'm going to cook steak for us and then I'm going to make them like a lobster. Like that's not happening. Yeah. But like I always try to provide side dishes that they like if it's something new mm-hmm. that they're trying. So like I'll always like mac and cheese is like an easy go to for me. Like try all this new stuff, but there is a side of mac and cheese for them. So they're not hungry. Um, I'll never be the person that's like go to bed hungry if you didn't eat what's on your plate. Like, it's a little I don't extreme. Care. I don't care. I also let them have a snack right before dinner if they want it. I yeah. just I just feel like but I don't know. start on snacks. I'm though. not going to control. I know. I hate them. I'm not going to control all that. So like I definitely don't make them eat what's on their plate and i hate when we go to someone else's house and they're like you can't have dessert unless you finish what's on your plate i'm like oh i I will say that i have said that before in the past oh me too we're all guilty of it for sure i'm trying to reword it in a way that's like hey Freya, I know you love your dessert, but can we eat like a couple more vegetables? Make sure that we're putting like some good things. Yes, in. not like a as a reward balance. to have the cookie, right. but I always say like I know you want like dessert, but can we like try to get some like good, healthy, nutritious food in your body first? That's Lando. Um, dessert to me is a is a weird concept too. My kids too. do have it, but I know. I'm like, we try not to. We definitely don't do it every night because I don't want them to get used right. to like in a the sweet summer. Treat at a night. lot of times, my kids are like, "Oh, can we have dessert now?" And it'll be like you know, afternoon. I'm like, yes, actually, this is probably the best time for you to have the dessert. Yeah. Seriously. You don't need like that sweet no. treat right before bed. Think about your like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So, so I that's definitely, one thing I definitely don't make. Good. Um, My bed's open. Oh yeah. I know that's like something a lot of parents no, don't allow. No, I think a lot of parents do that. I think Trevor and I are a little older. Oh and see, we I think a lot of parents that. don't do that. Like I, I mean, I guess it's a, probably a mix, but like yeah. the bedroom's right. open. I mean, you know, I'm a little too selfish on my sleep. And I'll just admit it. Like, yeah, we no. get them snuggled. I lay with them. We read stories. We have a monitor. If either of them need something, they call to us. And we will come up to them. And it's usually Trevor. Not usually. It's 100%. So we do that Trevor. a lot now, too. As the girls are getting and, older, yeah. we'll go to their... One of us will go to their room over yeah. them coming in our room. But definitely, like, I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. I, I just want to sleep. So wherever it happens, it happens. See, I'm I can't in survival sleep mode. with people around me. I yeah. really can't. I ne- well, I never got used to it. Right. I never got used to it. Um, we co-slept a lot of them for right, a, a so long time. Right, so it doesn't bother you. If like Trevor even moves, I'm like, don't move. Yeah. You just woke me up. Yeah. Like it wakes me up when someone just like moves. No, I, I so really, picky. I get it. Sometimes I actually have anxiety when they're so far away from me though, that like I sleep better that's, if they're near me. That's like, cute. Well, I if think like just John's used to away it. at work, I need them all in my room. Like, need that warm body. I need to not even the warm body. I need to know that they're all in there. I just get these like intrusive thoughts of like, oh my god, what if someone broke into the house and I oh can't get god. to them, or the house goes on fire and I can't get to them? Like, because oh. I'm alone and I have three of them and I'm so outnumbered that I yeah. feel like I'm like, I'll set up an I set up like a um air mattress type thing, like yeah. a nugget or whatever on the floor, and the girls will sleep on that, and then Jack will sleep in my bed, and I I sleep so much better like that if he's gone. I do. If like, he's home, it's different. I do like those. Like I remember, like for hurricane like season, like we have big trees near our window and yeah. stuff. So I'm like, Trevor, they're gonna sleep next to her yeah. bed. It's the only way I feel like I can relax. Yeah, I do agree with I do agree with that, but they don't they don't sleep with me. Although this year I'm trying to be better about that. And I've already told them I'm like, hey, which is happening this week. I'm like, I think like once a week because we just got this new king bed. I'm like, I think we'll let you guys like crash with us, you know? And they're like, what? Yeah. This means fun. that in the middle of the night, we're going to pick them up and put them back in their bed, though. <laughs> yeah. And we do that, too, a lot. Because I like, can't they won't sleep with necessarily, them all night. If one of them comes into the room, it's very rare that they'll end in the room. Like, yeah. one of us will usually move them at some yeah. point, depending which kid. Some kids are harder to sleep with than the other ones. I don't think anybody has a problem with that. I think oh, all parents get up in the middle of the night to wrong. fucking deal John with their kids. John used to cry on his stairs. Because he couldn't go into his parents' room. <laughs> oh, like, I slept in my parents' bed like every night. They oh, let me yeah, in no. between them. Like, I think that was a very old – I think – and I'm not blaming his parents. I think that was just like a very old school mentality for yeah. sure. Yeah. That like you sleep on your own. You go to sleep on your own. Same with the cry it out method. I never did it. I never we made did my like kids a cry it out. Half. Like I let my kids cry for a little bit and then if they yeah. weren't like well, I'm getting saying, settled, that, I'd come to them. Right. But I did let them cry for a little bit. I didn't come running at the right. first discomfort. Yeah, I did. <laughs> that's good they though. actually did a study and they like crying it out could be very detrimental uh i think so for sure too as like i, mean, a I don't baby, know all the studies you know? but like think about like back in the day like if you didn't come to your kid crying like a wolf would come eat you that's like an alarm system they hear True. you you know what i mean yeah. like you don't just let your kid cry it out like yeah well they learn it's an abandonment thing because they're learning like oh. no one came for me when i was crying like babies oh my god you know need people yeah so, like yeah. Even as an adult, 
Do you, I mean, I know I think everyone 40 and up or even 30 and up would say, oh no, I'd prefer to sleep alone. But everybody wants someone Yeah, you next feel to safe when you're near when you're someone. Sleeping. Yeah. And if, if like Trevor's not there and he's working, I like barricade myself with pillows. Like I, I need to feel, yeah. of course and kids, are gonna kids want, want that to too. be with your That's parents. how I always felt. So with, I never like, did cry out with Lily. And then when I had Violet, I felt like I had to like, oh, well, Lily slept with us for so long. Like maybe I shouldn't have done that. That was a mistake. And I- tried to let her cry it out and I, I lasted like two days and I was just like, this feels so wrong to me. And I don't judge anyone that did it. I think it's cool. I get the yeah, concept whatever. you made a great sleeper. But like for me, it felt I will say so my wrong. kids are amazing sleepers. And then the more studies I read on it and stuff, I was like, oh my God, like now I feel like I know too much and I can't let, so like with Jack, I never let him cry it out either. Yeah. Well, everyone's just doing, I guess, the best that they yeah, think. That they you're know in, yes, absolutely. I wouldn't judge anyone for it, but I definitely like still think what I'm trying to get at is I do think that there, there is some controversy with it. I think yeah. there's a reason people don't admit that they co-sleep because people are embarrassed by it because it makes oh. you feel like you're not a good parent because your kid's not independent. No. I think that older I think that people means you're more especially, loving, actually, I, well, I think and that your kids are going to feel but, like they're loved by their parents. And I hope so. And but I definitely think met. that there is a, I think, especially with older generations, more so. I think we're starting to get away from it. But we, the more independent your child is, the better of a parent you are in their eyes. And oh. I totally think that's true. Oh, yeah. think about it. How many people, when your kids, when your baby is eight weeks old, they're like, "Oh, is she sleeping through the night?" As if that's like a normal good thing. Yeah, well, I never. And then you're that. like embarrassed. I always just by say it. like, "Are you hanging in there?" That's all I Absolutely. ever say. Absolutely. But I it help? definitely is a thing. Or like, "Oh, is she walking yet? Oh, is she potty trained yet?" It's all about how independent Dude, is your child. My kids did not get like potty trained till like they're much older. And I remember a lot of parents were like, "Don't force it." Yeah. Don't force it. They're not going to go to college still pooping their pants. I they did the three day older. method with them and golden. I don't even know what that is. I just It's kind of what you're saying. Like just I would. They were much older. They're like them, three. I think Sal's was three and a half. That's not old for a boy, though. I, I hear. I hear boys are much harder to potty train than girls. I was very lucky with mine. They did all potty train young, but like I never forced it either. At like two, they I were all sort showing of did, signs. And then it didn't work, and then I just gave right. Up. It won't work. I think. Like <laughs> I know. And they were all showing signs, and once they start showing signs, I put them in underwear. I don't use pull ups. I feel yeah, like me too. that I doesn't like, work well. Yeah. And I, three days they had. And if they were still having, and I never shamed them or whatever, they yeah. have an accident and be like, oh, that feels yucky, right? Let's clean you up. And if three days went by and they were still having accidents, I stopped and I started again in a few months. Okay. That's the three day method. I three like day it. method. And if in three days they weren't having accidents, then we went straight to underwear. I think that there's so many methods and advice like that and also like the cry it out method like why are we following just like one concept like why don't you i think there's a lot of them okay like i feel like you just need to do your research and then go back to like what your heart and your gut yeah says. i think a lot of, i think we got away from knowledge overload with the internet yes and just I going with what your intuition says intuition. me too a, a big time and i feel like everyone gives me shit that like i always say like well, i don't really know what i want right now or like i always say i don't really use like my head too much i always like follow like my feelings and i still teach my kids this i'm like your gut will tell you your heart and people are like is your gut and heart gonna tell you when you're blah, blah. and i'm like you know what i don't know. i think you need to use a little fucking intuition yeah like, you're so I definitely, uptight definitely you don't believe you're in so intuition. rigid and like you don't even know what you want anymore even just with some, like, like program person i like tell the girls all the time if i start like if we're at a store and I start like pulling you in or telling you to follow me. Like you don't yeah. ask me a question. I'm yeah. having an intuition about yeah. someone nearby. And I don't care if I'm wrong or that's I'm good. right. We're going with my intuition. We're going with my gut right now. Yeah. And that's that. And we'll talk about it in the car. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely Because we like got into get... like that where they're like, well, why? Why? Where are we going? Oh, I'm like, shut yeah. up. Just keep going. Just get in the car. Yeah. yeah so Everyone has that yucky Yeah. I just feeling. feel like if you have a gut feeling... Go with it. I mean, the worst case scenario is you were overcautious and you were wrong. Big deal. Right. You know? I also think as a human, that's like something that like somehow over the years we like unlearned. And it's like one of our biggest powers is to go by like our emotions and our gut yeah. feelings and our intuition. Yeah. It just gets like squashed down with like oh, the rat race of life definitely. we live. And like we want to be like everyone else and follow the herd and stuff. Yeah. What else do you think is something that we do that we follow the herd? Not that that's not wrong because I know it, that goes way I mean, back into like. Yeah, that's hard. I follow the herd way more than I'd like to admit, but I. Something that you don't want to. The ones that we've talked about, like not traditional school and RVs and shit like that. Yeah, I think I follow. Yeah, I think there's a lot of things I would do differently if I wasn't doing the norm. Like, yeah. I don't think I need to live in a house, like a traditional house. I 
I question if I could, I, I see pros and cons with school, yeah. traditional schools. So like I question that a lot. Like, mm-hmm. should I be homeschooling? Should I not be homeschooling? I know. And I don't know the right answer for it. Why um, can't we have a combination of both? I would love a combo. Like that I just is the need best them to go ever. three days a week yes. and then I want them the other two. Like a preschool program. Like the preschool That'd be program. great. Three days a week. And then but I think some people would say, well, some of us have to work, you know, but I this know, is where you get your community. And I do too. I'm not saying that because <laughs> yeah. even I'm like, well, fuck then when would I use? But I also think we can use our friends and our yeah. community and like whatever. I just saw this girl today on line and she was saying buy land because like land is being built up like crazy now. Government's buying land like there's not like there's just there's not a ton of land left. I mean, there is, but like, there's not, you know, yeah. like it is definitely starting right. to get, so she was like, you need to buy like farmland mm. because you get so many um tax benefits and like, it's easy to buy. It's easy to like put down. So whatever. So I sent it to John and I was like, and it was talking about going in with like friends. John probably gets a text from you once a week All about the some crazy shit. All the head. time, daily, I would say. But I was like, shit, we <laughs> need to impressive. go buy like farmland. And I'm ready for a day. And I've always wanted to farm. It's like actually one of my dreams. <laughs> Okay, so she gives the step-to-step, and you can get, like, farm credits. Our friend owns a 200-acre farm in Pennsylvania, and, like, people, like, pay them to use part of their land for farming or for sod or mineral, whatever. Like, there's all these different things, and, like, you get credits from, like, farmers, so it's not as expensive as people think. Right. Especially if you're going somewhere that's kind of, like, out there. So anyway, she was saying, she's like, I bought an acre for, and not that that's a lot, but she's like, I bought Something. an acre for $10,000. She's like, I only had to put 20% down or 30% down or whatever. So that's it was like that at two all. grand. And she has like a plot of land that's all hers. And she's like, and I'm slowly going to start taking charge of it. Like you slowly will put like electric on it and like water on it. And then one day maybe you'll build something on it. But she's like, right now I'm having instructor yoga instructors rent it to teach classes on. Oh my god. I'm having like RVs. Like if someone wants to stay for the night, they'll park their RV on it. Dana, this is it. I know. And I was like, that's cool. And it's also a good backup plan if the world goes to shit and we need to get out. Yeah, doomsday planned. Doomsday prep. I can't yeah. even talk about doomsday prep. I that's, know. That's like Doomsday scares me. There's this new movie on Netflix that everyone's watching, and I can't even watch it because I know my anxiety will go through me the roof. Me too. It's called like Leaving the World Behind, and it's all about this. Ugh. Why are we so scared of the end, though? So I'm not scared of the end. I'm scared of what happens during the end. Me too. I'm not Especially scared for of Lily's, us, like, like a meteor coming and blowing us all up, like cool, whatever. I'm not scared of like, like, any of that. I don't want to live through like a freaking apocalypse. Like me I'm either. good. Take me out. Zombies eat me. Me too. Well, I think I would just take a sleeping pill or something. I know. Or like just. I don't want to live through that. I don't want to be like surviving, like survival of the fittest. I'm not fit. I'm not surviving. I know. Honestly, I'm going it. down. I'll come back in another lifetime. Yes, like screw I'm it. good. Let me go. Yeah, me too. I don't. That's wanna. what I'm scared of. And but I don't you're want right. my like, kids to go even through that like, either. Right. Then like yes, I have, and it's on the type one groups a lot. So. My daughter's type 1 diabetic yeah. and like she needs insulin to literally like live. Supply, right? Yeah, I do. This always but freaks like, me out for you. That yes. like if we had like another COVID or something Correct. where things like Like not like even like an down. apocalypse, like no. just like a shutdown or like a yes. shortage or anything. A shortage is what freaks me out It is the freakiest thing. And a lot of people talk about it on the type 1 groups. Yeah. And actually that's where I saw about the movie on Netflix because people were saying like, what are you doing in place? Like, what are you doing in case? And I feel like there's only so much we can prep, right? Like, yeah. I mean, there's only so much you can prep. I mean, Your supply is pretty good. People are like, get a crowbar so you can start robbing like pharmacies. Like, I don't know what you do. I'm not saying I, I would, do that necessarily. You would if you needed to, but, though. You know, yeah. Yeah. So it's scary. So I'd yeah, I have about a year you. supply. And like, <laughs> you could also like eat a diet that you don't need as much insulin. Oh, so okay. like, if like she the worst case scenario. needs insulin when she eats carbs mostly. Right. So, she'd so just like, be if like... you went like no carb, you still would need insulin, but you could probably make it last way longer. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, I don't know what kind of foods would be available in an apocalypse. Anyway, just take me up. Or we can go live on our farm. Maybe we'd be happy there. Maybe the whole world could be exploding and we could be like living our best lives. This plot of land idea seems amazing. It's true. There is only so much land. There's only so much land. I think we should do it. We're going to be building up, don't you think, eventually, huh? Yeah, that's what Elon Musk says. He says that that's what we need to be doing is building level-wise, not just out. Like we should be building like underground tunnels. We should be building like above. I need the fresh air though. Not to live in for oh. like transportation purposes and oh, stuff. That like makes you so wouldn't much have sense. as much traffic if you had multi levels. Oh my gosh. And it should true. be underground. Then we can have like more like animals back. Yes. Like where the roads and stuff. Yes. Like have you seen all the roadkill? It's true. Yeah, you're right. 
I don't know. I would love if there was like yeah, more tunnels, an elephant walking by oh when I'm on my way to school. Can or you something. imagine living in Africa and like just driving and seeing an elephant or like a freaking giraffe? Like, what are giraffes? Like, why are their necks so long? To get to that plant that they eat. Do you know That's that their amazing. tongues are purple too? Yes, and they can handle like this thorny like plant or whatever. It's amazing. It is weird. I would it, like, love comes to see around that. in circles. Yeah, yeah, Ooh. that would be cool. Genetics and stuff. So, yeah, I think that that should be a thing. But I don't know. I think we should definitely buy the land and we can have a little um we're buying land we're gonna buy our husbands just walked in we're buying land because there's only so much land and then if there's apocalypse we can just we're gonna go go to the land we can flee yeah so i'll send you the link you ready we have to buy it through the farmer's christmas presents this year it's land yes and a giraffe we'll throw in a giraffe we're considering a giraffe because they're pretty cool they're pretty cool wait do you think we can make giraffes live up here what if we started a whole new species? Here? We so need what, to buy land in like somewhere Oklahoma? else. No. Who I lives in like Appalachian North Mountains? Dakota or South Dakota? Like who Okay, but there? that's cold. We have to think about this. We can't just buy Missouri. land wherever the fuck. We were just watching. I, I know I'm late to the game on Ozark, but I watched my first episode last oh. night and it's like the Ozark yeah. lakes or something. Okay. I mean, I think it's like a billion dollars to live there, but like oh. Missouri. Who lives in Missouri? You no, know, we need cheap. I know. I up, pitched up the Appalachian Mountains because it's cheap as hell. Who wants to live in the mountains? I need flat land. West Virginia. You know? Okay. Maybe. It's pretty. Can I just wear overalls and yes, nothing we else? Yes, we can be naked if we want. This could be a nudist colony. There are no rules. We'll have to decorate with pineapples. Yeah, you can wear pineapple pasties. You can walk around with your vagina out and your non-oversized t-shirt. I will definitely let my vagina hang yeah, out. Yeah, in the mountains. And no one will see us because it'll be all our land. But John said that we can't go there because... He said that we will be like screwed if anything bad happens because there'll be no one around us. We'll be like totally isolated. Well, at least the zombies like won't get to us. I know. I don't know if zombies will happen though. I don't either. We just like kill them. Like if somebody has like some weird shit, like you probably will just get shot or something. Oh, I guess we do need some protection. I've never shot a gun in my life. I have. Yeah. Well, okay. Then I guess you're on. Uh, that was like protection way back duty. in the day. Like I went to like a shooting range, like maybe like three or four times. I don't really like it, but I don't think it's and like the barter. worst thing ever. We could barter. Like, here's what are we a bartering? Goat. I don't know. Here's this is why goat. I need to learn how to channel so I can see into the future and I can barter my futuristic skills. John showed me an interesting video on the way here about <clears throat> the 80 year um, theory where, like, every 80 years history repeats itself. Ugh. And it's broken up into like. Why 80? That just seems to be what happens. Like, who's this person that came up at, with this? I don't know. If you look back every 80 years, like 80 years ago was World War One or two, and then 80 years before that was like the Civil War, and then 80 years before that was the Revolutionary Are we War. Now? So yeah, we're almost at 80 years, and this would be the crisis period, which it is, and everyone predicted it, and it really did happen. And, but after the crisis comes like the best period ever. I was going to say, sometimes we have to be ready for like huge tragedy in order to be like rebirth. Yeah. We talked about that before too. So- what I'm saying is we're in the crisis period. We buy our land. We're out of the crisis period. Bam. Everything's amazing and we are freaking killing it in the mountains. I'm ready. I'm ready to let my vagina be free. I am too. <laughs> yeah, I am too. That's a good plan. I think I we should do it. So we have to look up the farmer's um, credit. I definitely think if you're investing in land, that's something good to invest in. Right, exactly. It is a good investment. It's a good investment. Yeah. It's a good doomsday prep plan. It's, I mean, it's good. It's good for being free and nude. It's good for all things. <laughs> it really solves a lot of our problems. I want to go there and like just channel and meditate and have people like come in and do like yoga workshops and stuff. Yeah, but we're gonna be in the middle of nowhere, so I don't think anyone's gonna be coming in and doing yoga oh. workshops unless we start like a cult. And now we're getting weird. Well, I don't think it's weird. I'm I know ready you for would weird. start a cult. I would. What would it be about though? I don't know. Your your guess. Everything is, as good is as right. Mine. Everything's okay. I don't know. Bees. I could be the motivational speaker. Yeah. <laughs> what to come yeah. up with something? All right. Well, I think that's a good plan. We'll start our cult. We'll start our farm. We'll be yes. happy. And if every anybody wants to like help fund us for that, there you go. Actually, you go. we don't even have anything set up, so no. I don't know. Or suggestions. All right. Are we out? We're out. Okay. Thanks for listening. Make sure to follow and subscribe so you can tune in next week. Wanna, wanna